0: Tell me when you're ready, cause I wanna get going. I'm
1: ready. You ready?
0: I'm ready to learn.
1: <laughs> to what?
2: Cause I'm ready <laughs> to learn. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Welcome to 3rd Party Controller Podcast. I'm your host, Jesse. Return a burning Mac, Lila with... Beto Esparza. And... Joe Ramirez. Welcome back this week. Before we start, I want to say, um, we, on Instagram, we always post the show when we have a new show that goes up. Uh, we actually had two people from, who work at Quantic Dream, who are working on the most recent Detroit... Become human like our post, and I found it funny because I don't think they know what we talked about. <laughs> they didn't listen, probably. Yeah. <laughs> so, but hey, hey, it, it, it. it was more t- to this is going more to um, David Cage than the people who are working on the actual game. So, hey, good work on on what you do. It's impressive. It's nice looking. What if looking. they
2: believe in it though? What do you mean? What if they're like, yeah, this is a fucking great game. David Cage is a fucking genius. I
1: mean, all all publicity is good publicity. That's true. Unless unless you're Electronic Arts.
0: But I just want to say, again, I don't think they heard it, but I just found it, like, two people from, you know, Quantic Dream. So thank thank you for liking it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You guys are awesome. It's not the guy you work for, but, you know. Oh yeah, and that will be the last time I say "Return to Bernie Mac" because these guys are fucking assholes. <laughs> but I love them. Hey. Joe didn't listen to the episode, so he doesn't know what I put. I. I mean, it's not my fault. Why? I said it a time. In between <clears throat> so I told I told Beto, I told Beto that the um, it was "Return to Bernie Mac," and uh, what the La Cool J song <coughs> was that called again? Oh, uh, <laughs> I represent Queen She was raised out In Brooklyn Right
2: uh-huh. Okay how would, it? It. Hey, t- Beto, told, how would you say it Say it baby Raised out Brook baby Yeah I told Beto
0: I'm pretty sure Not 100% I think I heard him In a live performance Do that But You know That's not the The way it goes Okay Now Beto asked me Beto asked me Yeah that was funny Wait he didn't listen to it So fuck him he um, heard it, yeah. No he didn't Well no, he, he heard Yeah he heard so it so right. yeah yeah um. Also, the you guys were trying really hard to yeah. get me to say. I it. didn't realize I was. You know. You know why Beatles. I didn't say anything? Because huh. if 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 it was any other time, I would have. You had that song. There, there was oh. a no. There was a reason why I didn't say anything, because you guys. You guys. <laughs> You guys bitch so much about how I try to take songs over. So, <laughs> that's just true. Because, was actually just so, restraining himself. Yeah, that's pretty much what it was cuz you guys kept doing it. But I did find it at first I thought it was you guys trying to do that, but when you kept doing it again, I didn't figure out what you guys were doing, but because you guys kept doing it, all I thought was these guys are trying to make me take control of the song. Think, and say, ah, oh, see, you take control of the song. I didn't know it was Fuck. saying those lyrics. <laughs> Worked against us. Um, but Bethel has something to say about it. What? That I did say "Return of Burning Mac," but you didn't record it.
2: Oh yeah, he did say it, but we were in the we were watching a fight, and like there was like a huge pause in between, so I just stopped the recording. But he did say it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I fucked up.
0: So I did say it, but I, I didn't have it recorded. <laughs> so it was just like me listening to hours of um, footage of Bethel going. Once again, <laughs> <laughs> once again, I liked listening to it. I laughed. Queens I laughed because book, baby. it's funny. It was funny to hear how, how much you guys were trying. But I remember I was just like, these guys are trying to give me shit for taking over songs. So
2: I'm not going to do that. <laughs> There's a couple of other songs that I remembered earlier that, that you do, you, you do <laughs> stuff to. No, but to. then we were watching it and then... Uh...
1: Watching another what? song came on and, Be- and Bethel's like that, that one that one he does it that one too and then Jesse's like what what yeah, yeah, yeah. it's all it's, oh, all it's a tattoo it's a tattoo <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, I was just changing it up so say it won't catch us dude. I threw it in there what That's, I go what what happened nothing nothing what <laughs> but I like how like did you say it wrong and I'm just like or did yeah, you like, i like no
0: did, did I, I say
2: that one wrong did I mix no, it the, yeah did I mix it uh huh I can't remember but I just like I I forget how I said it, but no, because Bernie when you Don, kept saying "Return baby. of Bernie
0: Mac," it mixed I don't know why in my head it was "Walk Right Up to the
2: Sun." You know, <laughs> I kept that, singing that song. Yeah, it, it's funny. Because, like, why the fuck is that because
0: <laughs> sets it up, and then he, it's like doing it. In, wait, no, no, no. It was uh, "Return of the Mac" once again, and then "Walk Right Up to the Sun." And Beto's just like, "Fuck, <laughs> 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 fuck, shit." <laughs> And then Joe, test number one, fail. (laughs) Well, this episode is going to be different than previous episodes of Third Party Controller Podcast because something happened this week in the world of video games. Something that Joe actually dived into last week when we recorded and that thing is Star Wars EA's Star Wars Battlefront 2. And what we've been talking about for like the past 2 months, loot boxes, microtransactions, all that in that game. Joe, what happened?
1: Well, Jesse, um so on the eve, well pretty much the fan base
0: let's let's take it real quick back to the back to basics back back to the beginning when the first EA Star Wars Battlefront came out it was very criticized for it was a good game but had not really enough it was content a, it was a good game that
1: did not have you really couldn't people were having a hard time sticking with it because there wasn't enough to do in the game mhm um
2: and now there's too much to do, right?
1: <laughs> Hold on. Let's <laughs> get to there. So, and it was basically, you know, to get the most out of the game, you really had to buy the game and then get the season pass, which was, you know, $60 for the game. 40 what, for the season pass, And no? 40 or 50 I think it was 50 for the season I think pass.
2: I remember seeing like it was a $110, 120 game. After yeah. Like and then they had like a special
1: down. edition. You know, like EA always does the next for an extra 10 bucks, you get like four things. E- anyways, so the game came out. By the time the game... At about the one year mark, you know there was a lot. There was enough stuff to do, but there just wasn't. The people weren't going to stick around with it. Um, and then at that point, you started seeing the game kind of go for really cheap. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it ever. It never really recovered. You know, it was it was there, but people lost interest. It just there wasn't enough content. Even when the cool stuff did come out, I don't think enough people stayed with it. So with the sequel,
0: I think well. When the content started coming out, if you purchase a season pass, they said... I, I remember hearing a lot of people saying, now it's complete, but it sucks you had to pay extra money. You already paid your $60. And it took a year for yeah, you to get had, the complete game. And what's funny is last month, uh, the month before Battlefront 2 came out, they had the season pass free. So it's been two years... Two Battlefront, years. Yeah, Battlefront came out two years ago and they just gave the season pass for free mm-hmm. so so with, what
1: happened
2: it's been 2 years yeah yeah Shit.
1: so with Shit. the sequel <sighs> they announced that there wouldn't be a season pass and all the maps and characters were going to come you didn't have to pay for them well yeah,
0: no season pass all the content was going to be free content was
1: going to be free mm-hmm. and then a little bit later they announced well there will be microtransactions
0: well Okay, they said the content was going to be free, but I think everyone felt there's a catch. Yeah, there's a catch, and then what happened?
1: Well, you know, some people, naive as they are, thought, "Hey, they finally earned. They've they've learned the error of their ways. They're going to do things, in mm-hmm. you know, a better way."
0: Uh, you know what I found funny? T- just to kind of interject, um, John Boyega, uh, the t- the guy who plays Finn mm-hmm. in the new Star Wars trilogy, he was very vocal about the first battlefront not even having a story (laughs) mode or no content right Mm -hmm. it was funny while this was getting made the second one and when the the ad campaign started coming out it showed like oh his tweet how it got retweeted and then he's like oh yeah hey you know they're gonna have more stuff is gonna do good by everybody to have a story mode and extra content so already in the early stages ea was kind of starting to kind of and pat themselves on the back like, "Hey, we're gonna give you, we're gonna give you content now. We're actually gonna give you a full game for what you pay for for sixty dollars." Until, yeah,
1: <laughs> they made the announcement that there would be microtransactions, and the
0: wait, was it okay? Sorry, was it an announcement, or was it like during some early access beta where people noticed?
2: Th- I'm not sure. But I, I thought it was some announcement. people noticed, and then they like, oh like, "All right, we got." Yeah, they're like, they "Oh yeah, yeah." So.
1: So they announced that there were microtransactions and the much beloved loot box. Yeah. Which a lot of these games that uh which a lot of games now I've been um have, you know, like Shadow of War. Kind of want to blame Overwatch, man. They started that shit.
0: Overwatch popular- popularized the loot box. A lot of people say no, a lot of people say it was Team Fortress 2 that popularized it, but I think it really like got mainstream, you know, cuz I think when you when you look at something like Team Fortress 2, I'm not saying Team Fortress 2 wasn't a big game. Team Fortress 2, you had to be in that community, and I'm not saying that community wasn't big, but it was pretty much restricted to PC players, even though they ported Team Fortress Team Fortress 2 to consoles it was something that was not as up to date as the PC version. I don't even think it ever got updated. So the actual casual console gaming market never really yeah, was involved in that type, you know. If you were into Blizzard games, you know, you'd notice those loot box things too, but so
1: oh. loot boxes are announced and then um so, the microtransactions were going to be in the loot boxes, and there were grumblings as to how everything was going to be. There was a lot of... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Pay to win? Aspects. I don't know if it was really known yet at that Not point. Like, Not at that time. I think it, it was later it, We on. knew that there was going to be microtransactions, and then the loot boxes. I don't think anyone knew how how what, what kind of plan they had yet, but it was yeah. already like a worrying sign. Uh, then during the beta, right? yeah it's last beta or actually the the 10 hour pre uh, preview build or whatever Um, is.
0: there was the beta people noticed transactions and I think last month was when people were like wait I'm like I remember a lot of people talking about I'm worried that is this gonna be a pay to win type of game where you can pay the money and get your boost because a lot of what you would get in loot boxes were buffs sometimes characters sometimes things to make certain aspects of your character or ability stronger mm-hmm. yeah so, once that was seen,
1: I think one of the big issues that people had was how much, how much grinding or how much play you'd have to actually do in order to unlock mm-hmm. um, the the characters, the yeah. hero characters. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I, I know we talked about it last week, but it was a shitload of playing. Basically, yeah. it, what it was was it was their way of kind of making it like, oh, hey man, if you unlock it, you know. It's going to take X amount of hours, um, forty hours, right? Forty hours more, each. Mate, you might. When people depending on the character. When,
0: when people did the when it was the early access, like the early week, right? Isn't the early access like a week or something? Yeah. When that came out, people did the math and said it would take forty hours per character to earn enough to purchase that character. Um, and then,
1: so people were like they complained about that. They were just like, "Dude, that's going to take a lot of time." it's obviously geared toward purchasing loot boxes or purchasing you know credits in order to per you know to buy the characters it's it was basically a free to play model mm-hmm. on a $60 game which yeah. we've already said in the past people don't like people yeah. don't want that
0: but well, they ran with it uh-huh. what was crazy too is last week when you brought that up when it, it it was like a snowball effect when it started um joe you brought up while we were recording that It was going to take 40 hours to unlock characters. And then it just seemed like every day something new was happening. Um, Someone posted, if you play arcade mode, you were were capped at how much credits you can earn. And then you can only earn more credits after 14 hours. So it had, like you said, a pay-to-play, free-play game, like a mobile game Uh aspects to it. Which, if you really think about it, you're paying $60, earning barely enough credits in arcade mode, which was a different mode they had, that you could earn credits. And then it says, oh, you reach the maximum amount of credits that you can earn. You you can only earn more credits 14 hours later. And then EA came to respond. They did that so that people wouldn't take advantage and kind of cheat a way of earning credits too fast or whatever.
1: Which is stupid because, again, it's a $60 game. You should be able to however you want to earn the credits, it should be, in my opinion, I mean, it's really your thing. And if, if if you can earn the credits through the single player or whatever, you know, don't punish the player for choosing that route to go, in my opinion. um, What really kind of, I feel like really started really pissing people off also were some of the answers EA was giving when they asked them, why is it taking so long? And they gave these really just almost intelligence insulting answers like well we really want the people to you know the sense of accomplishment mm-hmm. you know with unlocking a character and i'm like yeah y- you know you get that of course you want to do that but i mean really in a multiplayer game do you really want to have to spend 40 hours to unlock one character a character who actually you know and when you unlock these characters they really do have a uh, they 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 make they can make a game, you know, like their powers and the things they do. I was reading about that, like you can, mm-hmm. depending on what you want. And then like, just like you're saying the pay to win, like the buffs, it just really felt like a shitty, like they were, they put on this free to play fee to play um, system on, on a game that was already something that they really needed to slam dunk. And they just, they, they were doing it again. They thought, okay, we did. This, the first game, where it was like, no, you got to buy the season pass and everything to get the complete game, and it's bare bones. And instead of actually fixing what they did wrong in the first game, they just fucked up in a different way. They yeah. decided to break break it again in in, in the opposite way. And it, it was frustrating. And I think, you know, the people started, really people started to get really, really angry. And then what really, I think, hit the, where the shit hit the fan was once it became an actual viral thing and larger news outlets, outlets started you know um reporting about hey this game you know it's a star wars game and then time wise you've got the movie coming out in about a month you know or so um so right now anything star any star wars news is kind of a big deal right now yeah and you've got this big game that people were you know we're excited about or or maybe not excited but just anticipating an anticipated big game for a star wars game coming out right around the time of the the next uh trilogy movie and you've got all this bad publicity tied to it mm-hmm. um so when we finished recording or when we did the podcast last week that's where we were at basically we knew that the people were angry people were not you know it hadn't really hit mainstream. It we were just it was known. We were just like yeah. okay, everyone's people seem to be pretty pissed off. Then it went pretty. Much, it went viral. Yeah, it started being reported, and um,
2: there was also okay. Go. Sorry. EA started.
1: T- they tried to do damage control. I know they they put out a statement that was uh, not. I mean, they did one statement I think that really didn't help them at all and then they decided to do an AMA on Reddit. Yeah. Well, I think that was, I think one of the responses to the AMA, not the AMA, a, just a response in general, became the single most downvoted response.
0: Yes, I saw that.
1: On Reddit ever, <laughs> which is amazing. That's, that do says you, a lot. Do you
0: have that response, Bethel? I
1: don't. Let me. I can look it up too, let me see. The title of the Reddit user user's post was, seriously, I paid $80 to have Vader locked? And reflects a sincere sense of dissatisfaction with the price paid for the forthcoming game. This person also, a user writes, "This is a joke. I will be contacting EA support for a refund. I can't play fucking Darth Vader. Disgusting. The age of microtransaction has gone way too far. Leave it to EA though to stretch the boundaries." Uh, and I'm reading, I'm, I'm paraphrasing from this article. Um, it says, and you know, the, the writer of this article is like, a little strong, maybe, but nothing too controversial. What you know, what this person's saying, he's angry. He doesn't like that. Okay. The comment was this, the intent is to provide players with a sense of pride and accomplishment for unlocking different heroes. As for cost, we selected initial values based upon data from the open beta and other adjustments made to milestone rewards before launch. Among other things, we're looking at average per player credit earn rates on a daily basis and we'll be making constant adjustments to ensure that players have challenges that are compelling, rewarding, and of course attainable via free gameplay. We appreciate the candid feedback, yada, yada, yada. Okay. Basically, they're like, our team's going to continue to focus. But yeah, I, I really feel like it was that first that first sentence that just was just just dripping with bullshit. Mm-hmm. We want to provide players with a sense of pride and accomplishment for unlocking heroes. Yeah. As of right now, it is down 675,333. As of this, whenever this was, 675,336 downvotes.
2: Ouch. And actually, that doesn't that doesn't count.
1: That doesn't count people that upvoted either, right? Because it if you get an upvote and you get a downvote, the number changes. So it's got to be way beyond that. I mean, it's it's pretty bad. Um. So, uh, not too long after that. In fact, I'm not starting. I'm not. I'm not sure what day was it when they basically announced. Well, so so first thing they did is after uh, they did an so after that downvote, that that comment got downvoted. I think a day or two later they did they they announced they were going to do an an AMA. Mm -hmm. And you know I didn't follow the AMA really, but judging from what I've heard about the AMA, they basically they did what everyone thought they were going to do. They were going to answer the easy questions or answer the basic questions and not delve into any of the negativity beyond a couple of statements I think was yeah they did a few but it
0: was very corporate very apparently
1: they answered like 30 questions tops that was it they didn't really go all in yeah um still didn't get any that you know people still were pissed off I mean it wasn't helping mm-hmm. uh, and then I think it was another day or two after that they they
0: oh, well, but one of the uh, the guys we listened to Jim Sterling did you read his what he posted on the image I saw a little bit and I know they didn't answer him um he ended <laughs> up putting do you not Do you not feel loot box design is inherently predatory by nature? They exploit addiction and encourage at least the simulated feel of gambling, despite the lack of legal definition. Is this not a concern for the industry going forward? What exactly prompted you to take Battlefield 2 on a path that was inevitably going to be slammed as a pay-to-win experience? Do you not feel it was particularly insulting to try and make so so much money from this game after the first Battlefront? was admittedly rushed and incomplete they say games they say games are too expensive to make and that's why they need season passes dlc deluxe editions microtransactions and loot boxes to say nothing of merchandise tax breaks and sponsorship deals can you honestly tell me that a star wars game was too expensive to make that you couldn't have made a star wars game as in a game about star wars and that it would not conceivably sell enough to make its money back without all these additional monetization strategies? Should you be in this business if you cannot affordably conduct business? So that was his AMA uh, Reddit post. Which that, they
2: never
1: answered. It. Yeah. You know
2: they weren't. <sighs> they, they had they no in,
1: they had intention of answering them either. Yeah,
2: they, they dodged a bunch of like questions like oh, that. Oh yeah,
1: they, they most questions that were anything like that nature they didn't answer. They ignored. Which you knew they were going to do. Um... So I think another day passed or so, and I'm not sure if it was during that time or after they made the announcement, but that they were going to drop. They dropped the price considerably for all the hero characters. Yeah,
0: to, to purchase them, they cut the price. Yeah.
1: Uh about 75 percent. Yeah. So I think the highest and the highest tiered characters were sixty thousand credits, or whatever that bullshit was, and they got dropped to fifteen. And I think the lowest end were like five thousand, and those got dropped to like a thousand or or I don't mm-hmm. know, ten thousand. Maybe there were ten thousand, or 10, I'm sure fifteen thousand, and they got dropped down to like, you know, everything was dropped about seventy five percent.
0: Let's not forget. Are we gonna bring up the death
2: threats? Well, I mean, yeah, we have to. Well, I, happen. you
0: know what, I heard about that a
1: little bit, but I, I didn't get too far into it. But oh, okay, you you go, and I yeah, I'll, go I'll ahead. get into it. Okay,
0: <laughs> so, so like with anything, and we've talked about it on this show about death threats to developers that you shouldn't do it you i mean these are games you should never threaten anybody you can express how disappointed you are in something but to threaten someone's life over something like that it's uncalled for regardless of what it is you know um but did you hear what actually happened because there was a person who said they worked for ea and said i got death threats i forgot what the actual thing was mm-hmm. um Jason Schreier, a writer for Kotaku, um, you know, a lot of people saw that this guy had commented he, that he worked for EA and that he got death threats for what was going on with Star Wars Battlefront. Um, he delved into it more because something seemed kind of fishy. He looked in this um, supposed EA employee, checked the Twitter, and noticed that some of the dialogue was kind of off for someone who would work on, on EA. But again, how, like, how is that kind of weird? Sometimes some people who work at gaming publications lately in the past couple of years have gotten fired for saying certain things that they're yeah. not supposed to or, or behave a certain way. But when he delved in deeper, he noticed that what this guy was person was talking about didn't match up. Oh, I started working a couple months ago. Oh, yeah, I've been working with the company since 07. And then he did more digging, tried to find from EA, hey, does this person seem like he works at ea you know he's doing all this research on the person's twitter and he contacts him um personally through twitter and says hey you know whatever the guy's name was is his handle um hey you know uh i work for kataku i'm a writer i want to just get some more information about the situation i'm sorry that you're getting death threats uh as a person who's gotten that on the receiving end as well i know how you feel uh the only thing um I just want to ask, um, do you really work for EA? Like, uh, I just need some information. I've been kind of going through some information uh, through your Twitter, and I've actually talked to people at EA. Right now, they don't have any confirmation that you actually work there. Uh, There's no way of really finding you. Um, I just want to know, you know, do you actually work for EA? Like, he wasn't being hostile, he wasn't being. Yeah rude he was just saying hey man i can't find who you are yeah just to confirm this can you confirm that you work at ea dude didn't respond took off any reference of ea from his twitter account so already there you had someone who was lying yeah you know and that's kind of cool to see that someone just not like hey i fucking caught you but hey you know someone who's really gonna do the work and really dig into hey you know i just need to confirm that this person is legit And at the same time you're lying about it you know it's just like come on man you're just making the situation worse not saying that people weren't getting death threats because it's a common occurrence that happens in gaming unfortunately but uh even like that guy's just making because his his comment was being retweeted even by people who worked at ea Mm -hmm. and even used on news sites too so I mean, it's making a situation that's already shitty even more shittier. Not saying that it didn't happen. Not, I mean, we know it didn't happen to that guy, but it probably did happen to people who do work here. Sure did. Did.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, and it's funny you mentioned like Shire. Schreier, um, you know, we we give uh in the past we've given Kotaku some shit for the way they their um review their snacks. <laughs> <laughs> their 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 website is laid out, and a lot of the uh, the um. The articles, you know, and yeah. and it's not, I, I know from what I've heard, a lot of it is not their fault. It's actually the Gizmodo or the, the Gawker model or mm-hmm. how, whatever it was, how that was mm-hmm. done. But, you know, especially as of late, I know Sterling's one, another guy that's given props to some of their writers. They got some pretty damn good writers that yeah. actually do some really good stories about stuff that's going on and, you know, like relevant stuff that goes on in the industry. And I've noticed lately like, like when I go on there, I usually, especially over like the last year, there's some really damn good articles, man. When yeah.
0: you go on that side yeah. and you look, you're like, "Oh, this is fucking actually interesting. It's really good." You know, they he was diving more into the the visceral games closure. Yeah, that was a did good. Did you read that article where he said like they were in more trouble than you actually know? Like you think that EA just shut them down? Is like they were in trouble for the past couple of years. Mm-hmm. So that was an interesting article too.
1: So, going back, you know, they dropped the price on, on the uh, heroes. One thing that was funny that I, I just read about, and I didn't even, I didn't know because they didn't announce this, but they, it was, en- is they also cut the um the amount of credits earned through arcade, or through the campaign or the arcade mode yeah, by like 75% too. Oh, they did? Yeah. Yeah, they cut it by the same part going, well, it was only ever intended for, you know, when you finished that portion, you were only really supposed to buy the first character. um So, we've gotten to the point now where they've dropped the price and a bunch of stuff, Uh, and then a couple like it wasn't very long. And again, another few days later, this is all like in the last week. They basically made the announcement. I think this was Friday, huh?
2: Thursday
0: night, Thursday or Friday? I think it was. Wait, hold on. I have it here because I took pictures of it. Mm. Uh, Shit! This one doesn't have a date. My bad. Oh wait, no, duh! I would have a date. Yeah, it was on Thursday night.
1: Okay. Making the announcement that they were suspending the microtransactions portion of the game um, and that the only way you'd be able to unlock uh,
0: characters was just through playing in-game. I could read their little statement they put up. They put two, so I'm just going to read both. Thank you to everyone in our community for being the passionate fans that you are. Our goal has always been to create the best possible game for all of you devoted Star Wars fans and game players alike. We've also had ongoing commitments to constantly listen, tune, and evolve our experience as it grows. You've seen this with both the major adjustments and polish we have made over the past several weeks. But as we approach the worldwide launch, it's clear that many of you feel that we are still there are still challenges in the design. We've heard the concerns about potentially giving players unfair advantages, and we've heard that this overshadows an otherwise great game. This was never our intention, sorry we didn't get this right. We hear you loud and clear, so we're turning off all in-game purchases. We will now spend more time listening, adjusting balances, and tuning. This means that options to purchase crystals in the game is now offline, and all progression will be earned through gameplay. The ability to purchase crystals in-game will become available at a later date, only after we've made the changes to the game. We'll share more details as we work through this. We have created a game that is built on your input, and will continue to evolve and grow. Star Wars Battlefront 2 is three times the size of the previous game, bringing to life a brand new Star Wars story, space battles, epic new multiplayer experiences across all three Star Wars eras, with more free content to come. We want you to enjoy it, so please keep the thoughts coming and we'll keep you updated on our progress." That was the long one. Then they ended up posting something on everything on Twitter. They didn't take off the old one, but they posted this new, shorter, kind of updated version. As we approach the worldwide launch, it's clear that many of you feel that there are still challenges in the design. We've heard the concerns about potentially giving players unfair advantages, and we've heard that the overshadowing and otherwise great game. This was never our intention. Sorry, we didn't get this right. All that part, it was all big letters in yellow. We hear you loud and clear, so we're turning off all in-game purchases. We will now spend more time listening, adjusting, balancing, and tuning. This means that the option to purchase crystals in the game are now offline, and all progression will be earned through gameplay. And the ability to purchase crystals in-game will become available at a later date, only after we've made the changes to the game. We'll share more details as we we'll work through this. Oskar Gabrielsson, General Manager at DICE. So that was the shorter version, but it was hitting the key points.
1: So here we are. We get to this point now. Everything's been turned off. Um, I want to just bring up real quick this article that I have here. Let me find it. Okay. So going back off of what a couple of things that they said, this person here, this is the person I read it that basically goes warning: Do not buy Battlefront Two. Is backpedaling so everyone will buy it, and I, I, I kind of really agree with what this guy is yeah. saying here. mm Hmm. Do not buy Battlefront 2, EA is backpedaling so everyone will buy this game and as soon as Christmas is over, they will re—they will again reintroduce Crystals and they will have won. This has to hurt financially and not momentarily. Please guys, let it hurt. Uh to agree with the guy. They are going to not have the microtransactions on the game at launch. Probably at least through, if not Christmas, at least through the release the first few weeks of the movie. So maybe up to Christmas. If that.
0: I think by February. That's my um, feeling.
1: And after which they will reintroduce microtransactions. And they will have won. Basically, you know. Uh, so the game, going back, so this is where we're at. The game gets released. And I'm looking at reviews me person, you know seeing some of the reviews on this game and i'll be honest with you they ain't that hot man i mean yeah i was honestly like yeah go, sorry go a four hour it sounds like a four or five hour campaign that is kind of for all the talk about oh we're gonna have a campaign a campaign doesn't seem like it's much more than your actually it seems less than your typical even call of duty i saw one of the complaints was like it felt like i was doing a multiplayer match one of the missions Kind of just felt like it wasn't really special it just was using the assets that you have for multiplayer and kind of just throwing you in a, a battle mm-hmm. um yes there and even if people was like there is a story if you would if you want to call it that like some semblance of a story but it's really not
0: i watched it yeah i mean i already knew it was online because uh-huh. you know people do that on youtube so i watched it i watched the story uh uh-huh. and it's not horrible but it's just a cliché story. Yeah. You know, it's your cliche not surprised. Hey, I I work for the Empire. The Rebels are evil. Oh, shit. We're evil. I'm going to join the Rebels. And that's kind of... Spoiler alert, I'm sorry. But I was kind of... Before all this crap happened, them putting this story in, I thought, hey, this is cool. This is a story about, you know, the other side. You're not a Rebel, I thought, this is cool. You're probably going to go through the game. You're never going to switch sides. You're going to see the fall of the Empire and then the rise of the First Order. May- maybe, you know? But, like, stick with it. just Because the- there's people who are just, they're part of the Empire. They're part of the dark side. You know? I, I thought it would be a really cool idea to just see it on that side. Never have that person come over to the, you know, rebel side. And they do. It happens. Or- You know, um, and at the same time, I I can't confirm or deny this. I watch it. It has a basic story. It's kind of over. But then, oh, okay, now now we're in uh, during the time of uh, The Force Awakens. Oh, look, there's Kylo Ren. okay, here's this character. They're much older. All right. Oh, shit. Here's this other person that you met. All right. Don't don't go find her. She'll kill you like I'm going to go after her. And then it ends. And then you're like, wait. Is that a setup for this, the third Battlefront? Or is there still more story? Because it feels like there should be more story. And I heard that there is going to be more story. They're going to drip.
1: Com- yeah, they're drip feeding more story. I
0: did not know that. And yeah. then I was like, that's bullshit. You're paying $60 for a game. And then you got to wait for the rest of the story. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, they're probably going to cancel the story now that they don't have that microtransactions money. Because, hey, man, we can't make more money. We can't make more game if we don't got money. Um yeah it, it's it's all around a really shitty just a really shitty goal like how it's been and you know
0: okay with the story real quick I'll just talk about because again I watched it because I'm like I'm not gonna game. play it so it doesn't matter to me um <laughs> so it kind of jumps into different characters uh-huh. and then later oh you get to be Luke you know what the coolest thing you get to do is being Luke Skywalker you get to kill bugs it's an escort mission, and you gotta kill bugs. That
2: sounds what, um, like a lot of fun. Which Luke?
0: Luke, uh, Return of the Jedi, Luke. Oh, okay.
2: so it's pretty neat. Um, so just real quick yeah. though, I mean, I mean, it's th- like the Final fantasy. I'm pretty sure it's fun fishing, right? I mean, like
0: when you fish, you can use the fish for your meal. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So, like, just to, to sum up where we're at with this. Yeah, mm-hmm. so, like, so the game's not going to have microtransactions for now. Um, it'll be interesting to see what kind of sales they end up doing. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Probably still good because people are going to buy it no matter what. Um, one thing I thought that was funny was this, um, I saw this article from the Reddit, um, from where this guy posted. He also um, put a link to, this is from website GameZone. Um, and it goes. EA allegedly considering two ways of reintroducing microtransactions into the Battlefront Two. Uh, and this goes according to an EA insider known as Crab Guy on Reddit. He posted about pulling the microtransactions before it happened. Disney. Okay, so basically, what happened was Disney threatened EA, and and that was the rumor going around mm-hmm. that Disney had something to do with it. According to this guy, Disney threatened EA with pulling their exclusivity deal with them on Star Wars franchise over the bad press. Originally, and again, this is from one source, so you still take it with a grain of salt. Disney had approved of the way EA decided to capitalize on the franchise, Shocker. but the community backlash, the negative press, and EA's delay in resolving the issue upset them. In addition to that, Disney has a strong stance against gambling, and the game is being investigated by the Belgian Gaming Commission as to whether the game's loot crates qualify as gambling, which upset them further. After EA spoke with Disney, the publisher decided to pull the in-game, temporarily pull the transa- in-game transactions from Battlefront 2, with the expectation of reintroducing them into the game at a later date. According to the source, EA is tossing around two ideas for how they will bring them back. Uh, number one would be microtransactions will be cosmetic only. This is the less popular option and really the only way this option will be implemented is if the community outcry is both loud enough and sustained. If they can get away with it, they'll try like hell too. Two, microtransactions will be used to purchase specific star cards cards and cosmetic package bundles. This is so that technically the gambling aspect is removed from multiplayer. Uh, In addition to this, there is a new microtransaction that will be added to the game that was decided before all the drama. And it, they're detailed as boosters. Players will be able to purchase boosters for experience points, credits, and more. Ugh. I mean, that just—it still doesn't fucking sound good. You know what I mean? Yeah. It just sounds shitty. I mean, I. Battlefront is an interesting series to me. I never, I never was in a, in, a, in a point to get into the game. Mm-hmm. I think at when when the game was out and when the game was popular in the original form. I didn't play it, I, I knew of it, I know yeah. it was popular, um, I don't know if it was because I forgot, I don't know if I had any real reason, maybe it was, you know, not having, in, um, my internet wasn't, I didn't, I, I'm not sure what it was, but I just didn't play it. So for me, Battlefront, my first experience playing Battlefront was the release two years ago. And it was okay. But after playing it, it didn't make me think like, oh, this is, I've been missing out on this series, you know, I just didn't feel that great. Um this kind of publicity totally just sours me any chance I was gonna give myself of ever trying this game again just is gone I'm like I'm never gonna play the series I don't even care at this point if EA were to sell off the well not, if Disney gave the rights to someone else and they Mm -hmm. made the game I just I wouldn't give a shit yeah I mean it just it really just leaves a negative taste in my mouth um to the games in general and just knowing what they do yeah and uh i don't know man i just you know no matter what happens right now i'm tend to agree with that poster about not buying the game at all and yeah you know don't don't be fooled Mm -hmm. because i think eventually once ea figures out a way to make money more money off the game um without pissing too many people off they'll, they'll do it
0: yeah I mean, I think it, we're in a situation... Uh, in that article, like, look, we don't know what, what happened. Well, we know what happened and why they're reacting. It's all about money. But um, Does EA own they, Dice, by the way?
1: Who? Does EA own Dice now? Shh, Man, they're fucked. I think they do. <laughs> well, here's the
0: thing. Fucked. Like, Disney is selling their license, right? They're selling their license. They get the money for it. Um, no. Oh. Um, not, um not saying like not saying that they didn't they're they're hearing this negative press and don't care. I think they do care, you know? I'm not saying that what you just read is is a lie, but I think when it comes down to it, I think it's EA and the publisher and the shareholders, people who are making money off of this and they're like, "Hey, what is going on? Where's all this negative press?" Not saying that Disney isn't upset too with all the negativity because it's a it's a license that they own. But I think all that comes from, I mean, they know they know that they're not gonna make it. Like with all this black, bad publicity, they're not gonna be making this money. You know?
1: wow well, well, we would like to think that, but I mean, honestly, we really don't know. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It. We live in a world, or you know, this in this age, man. That that statement sometimes that statement it's enough for people. People will yeah. see, be like, oh, it's not gonna have them anymore. Cool, I'll buy them. They don't see past that, you know. They don't. They don't see the temporary. Or they, they don't care about that. They they'll just go and buy the game. So yeah, I yeah. mean, we could be wrong here. I mean, the, people might that might have been enough, and people on the fence that were just like, "Oh, I'm hearing bad things. Oh, it's not okay. I'm just gonna get it." Uh-huh. They go and buy it, and it, they they could have another great seller. I mean, it's gonna sell regardless. The name Star Wars on it, it's probably gonna sell. You know.
0: Yeah. Um, I had a friend talked to me about this he said like hey man did you hear about what's going on with star wars battlefront and i was like yeah yeah i heard about it. it's crazy right and he's like yeah he's like i don't know what to do i'm like what are you talking about he's like yeah i have i have it pre-ordered at gamestop it's all fully paid off it's just ready for me to pick up i don't know what to do and here's the thing man you know we have the show we talk about this type of stuff we talk about like loot boxes microtransactions you know it's your money do what you want i never want to persuade people into hey this is what you should do but I did tell him, I'm like, hey, man, like, it is your money. Do whatever you want with it. If you don't like what's going on, you don't have to buy this game. Um, but I didn't specifically tell him, like, hey, don't buy this. Because it's his money, man. Mm-hmm. You know? And I said, hey, you have options. Um, is there any other game that you're looking forward to this year? You know? And he's like, no, that, that was actually pretty much the last game at the end of this year that I was looking forward to. I'm like, all right, hey, you can always put it towards something else. Like, you can do whatever you want, but I didn't specifically say, hey, cancel it. Yeah. You know? And he's just like, yeah, man, it's just, it's just, you know, it's kind of weird and fucked up. And I'm like, yeah, no, yeah, it is. And he just went like, you know what? And he has a son. And he said like, you know what? And his son was there. It was funny. He's like, you know what? We're gonna, we're gonna cancel Star Wars Battlefront, dude. I'm gonna buy another copy of a uh, Call of Duty World War 2 so we can play. Cause he plays. Like, he buys a copy for his son, and if he wants to play with him, he'll buy another copy because he has another PS4. And I was like, "Yeah, you can do that. You can, it's your money, dude. Do what do what you want." But he, I would say, he's your kind of casual gamer. Like he likes games. He'll get the games that he wants. Um, and I think he he's more into it than your average consumer. But for him to be like, "Yeah, I don't like how this is going. I'm gonna cancel it." To me, I was like, "Oh, holy shit! Like, this yeah. is this is affecting a lot. Of, like, it's it's people are noticing this." Well, and, like,
1: you know, and I think the big red flag, too, is once once it hit mainstream. Oh, you know, yeah. Like, the mainstream news, you know, like, CNN, or I think it was CNN, they said they posted something about it or wrote something about it. Um, that's a big deal because that's a lot more. It's It goes from just, like, your typical blog, webs- uh, you know, video game blog or website and Reddit to now... A much larger, broader audience. Um, going back to Disney, um, Disney, Disney's making fucking money. It doesn't surprise me that Disney was cool with what, they, what, what, what EA's plan was. They were probably like, well, fuck yeah, let's but, make that money, and he, he, then.
0: But here's the thing. That, that's where I just want to say. And again, I could be wrong. I think they're just more interested in like, hey, we're selling you our IP to make games, so we make money, right? Whatever EA was going to do, they're going to do. I don't think they care. Just make us money, regardless of how any way you can do it. But I do agree with the negative press. are like, hey, what's going on? What is this? I don't think they care about what they're doing. But it's just like, hey, fix this negative press.
1: And here's the thing. And you're right. I, I, but I do believe that I'm sure they, they knew what the the game plan was going in. I'm sure they were told. And like you're right. They were like, I don't give a shit. Cool. Yeah. Make that money. Make that money, bitch they're the pimp but as soon as they saw the backlash then it that's when it became an issue to them they're like oh shit we don't like this you know yeah this is this doesn't look good for us we've got a movie coming out this this any bad publicity right now towards star wars doesn't bode us well because you guys need to fucking fix it
0: the major things like i want to talk about is is you know we we know like right now a good amount of how we feel about it like how do you feel about it bethel
2: uh i'm okay with it i don't mind it it's, it's cool they what they're doing is good um <laughs> ea if you guys want to sponsor me um i'm all for it um i need the money um i don't want to i don't want to work a regular job anymore so hit me up hey hey ea you know this podcast could have gone in a completely
1: different way if you would have just sponsored us like we asked. Yeah, I
2: know you could just sponsor me. I'll fucking tell you. I'll, I'll suck your dicks. Huh. <laughs> dicks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he has more than one. D A has more than one. Yeah.
0: So what do you think this does? What what is what is this? Like what is the reaction so far? The outcome. I mean, we don't see anything really positive coming out of them stopping this. But like you said, Joe, like they're probably just gonna. Put it back or do something else like
2: i feel like it's just they're they're pushing the envelope they keep to keep like trying to see what they can get away with and then there's backlash from it And like they backtrack and they're like oh well sorry we'll do this we'll fix things we'll lower whatever minimize the amount of time or amount of currency it takes to unlock certain things and then the next game they're going to do something else that's probably just as bad or even worse and then just keep kind of going in circles and just keep doing that and then mm-hmm. Just until, until like, I don't know, they just, it's going to keep happening. Yeah. yeah. Like, like,
0: uh, today Scott, our buddy Scott, uh, texted me and he said, uh, fuck dude, Disney stepped in about microtransactions. Maybe this will change, maybe this will change things up. And I said, maybe a little change, but most developers are going to be more careful about how they do loot boxes and transit and microtransactions. Publishers aren't going to completely give up on getting extra money. And he's like, yeah, but it hopefully, it's hopefully a step to completely fix things. They won't go away, but this was a big fuck you from the community that they're getting tired of this shit. And I said, yeah, I hope so, but publishers always try to find new things and try to exploit it, so we have to be on our guard and make sure that they're not taking advantage because you saw what happens when they took advantage. Because when they see an opportunity to make more money, they take advantage of it and then they milk it for all it's worth.
1: And I don't really, I don't see this going away. I mean, Mm-mm. Warner Brothers did basically the same thing
0: in a single-player game.
1: Within a single-player game, but nobody gave it as much shit. And a big reason, uh, the big reason to that, to me, is it wasn't as it wasn't a very, it wasn't a super high-profile. IP at the height of an like Star Wars. It's not Star Wars, Middle Earth token. It's Lord of the Rings, but it's a side story or it's a different. You know, that's kind of its own thing. Same I mean, kind of situation, but you yeah. no, the 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 backlash was there, but it was it was way more muted. Like when you compare the two, it was way more muted. Well, you know, we're seeing backlash because it's Star Wars. That's what we're seeing. We're seeing more casuals, I feel, come out for this kind of game. Not that to say that the the Mordor, whatever the fuck these games are, you know, the the last uh, Mordor game or whatever it was, sold well. It was technically became a high-profile title. This was a sequel. But the, the that, that outcry of, oh, this is fucked up, just wasn't the same. Um... I think publishers will will have no problems continuing to do this, especially like Warner Brothers is in the middle of a fucking. They are all in on that shit right now, yeah, yeah. And they're not the only ones. Um, I know Activision tried to make themselves seem fucking all saintly and shit like that when it was yeah. all going on, but they're doing the same bullshit. They they're they're just doing it in a different way, and they're doing they're still doing the microtransactions. The shit's still there, so you I mean, know. I yeah. I'm just saying. I I don't think I. Ho- I hope, like you know, from from what Scott was telling you, I I do hope this is a small, definitely a little step, or at least some pushback. Finally, where we're like, hey, this is this is bullshit. Um, do I think it's really going to do anything to stop them from continuing to do that in in the short time going forward? No, mm-hmm. uh, they'll continue to do it on lower level IPs and other stuff where they think they can get away with it.
0: And I think like you bring that up and and someone like Jim Sterling brought up too is like b- company video game companies are complaining that games are expensive and we need to make money off of it so that's why they do loot boxes and microtransactions. But he said, can you honestly tell me that a game a Star Wars game isn't gonna make money? Like how can you say that about a game that's a Star Wars game? that is a guarantee that you're gonna make money. How can you say that? How can you do this? How can you add? And when we talk about this, adding implementations of free to play games, and what we mean by that is games that are free like on your mobile phone, like Simpsons Tapped Out, Fire Emblem Heroes, things like that where it's free, but there's microtransactions, loot boxes, certain things that you can purchase with your money to progress something or add more things meaning implementations like games where simpsons tapped out if i'm correct you can build this house but hey hey if if you you know it's going to take 14 hours to build this house but if you throw in like two bucks it'll just be three hours Mm -hmm. in a free-to-play game that you pay nothing for they're adding that to a game that you're paying already out of your pocket 60 dollars but if you want to get anywhere in that game yes you have a choice but it's adding things in the games that are already for free does that make sense
1: no, yeah, yeah, and and the argument that games—it's cost too much to make games now. It's—I I don't think the argument is that. The argument should be that publishers are spending way too much money on fucking superfluous things, add-ons. It's become so bloated now to make a triple A, quote unquote, triple A game that. the expectation to sell x amount of units now has grown like where in the old days a game could sell 1 or 2 million copies and be considered a hit nowadays we're in a situation we're in a day and age where like 1 or 2 million copies on depending on the game is a fucking death sentence which is insane um i don't buy that because there are companies out there making really good quality games at a fraction of the cost and by doing things such as cutting the middleman, um, Ninja Theory with their uh, that last game. They're on their way to making. I think they said they're on their way to selling about a million or something like that. Yeah. They cut the publisher out. You know, you look at that game and you play that game, regardless of what you really think about the game. But you look at that game and you go, man, this is a fucking really nice game. It's a mm-hmm. high quality uh, game that cost thirty dollars that gave you a six to eight hour maybe longer, I'm not even sure because I haven't even finished it yet, but story, um, felt very, very high-end, very, very polished and finished at a fraction of the cost of a normal game with no fucking multiplayer, with no loot boxes, none of that other bullshit.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: You take that same game and you throw it in EA's fucking blender or fucking whatever warner brothers and i guarantee you you have a game that costs 60 dollars with a season pass and cosmetic dlc and a bunch of other bloated just tacked on shit that just feels like you know just all that extra bullshit um i don't care who the publishers you get you just you're not gonna fucking tell me that Oh, it's just games are so expensive. You guys have been saying that for fucking years now and you're choosing and you're, and and they're just getting more expensive. You guys aren't doing anything to change that. You know. Do you really need a, stu- a studio with 400 fucking people to make a game?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I kind of don't believe it anymore. I don't I don't think you do, you know? But, look at Joe, look at it's l- so much money to make Mass these Effect games. Andromeda. Yeah. It's a prime fucking example. How many people worked on that fucking game? It was a big team, I think. Mm-hmm. And I mean, look what happened in the game. Sometimes having a team that big, you just, you lose focus. You know, it becomes, literally becomes like, I mean, I'm sure, I I mean, I would think of it in my mind, like having a small team work on a game and giving them time. But no, I mean, it's one of those things where you're, you're, you're screwed anyway, if you're owned by a publisher, because like, if you're a small team, you're, put under the gun you have to do all these things you have to create this game you're always being rushed the opposite way is you have a large team and nothing gets fucking done because so many fucking people working there mm-hmm. I, mean, I mean imagine 400 people working on a game I guarantee you there's at least 25 or 30 that don't do shit all day you know what I mean
2: <laughs>
0: that are just there uh-huh. and they're like oh, I'm working on this thing well, I mean just, again part of the model we don't work in game development so we're just, this is just like what we think yeah, no. I, I mean, I'm basing it off this. of just yeah. a
1: model of any fucking like comparing what like like compare two companies where one company's got like 40 or 50 people working at it, and the other people has 500, and they do the same thing. And I guarantee you, that company with like the 40 or 50 people are finding a way to maximize the potential of their workers in a better way than probably the company with 500. Yeah. It it just you you can't you I I feel like it's just one of those things where that i get when you need a big company i I understand that but you know i I just feel like the blame for all of these you know outrageous budgets really falls on the publisher they've allowed these things to happen Mm -hmm. you know i think you don't see uh, nintendo making fucking games with hundred million dollar budgets yeah on a fucking 70 gig download or 100 gig download Mm -hmm. you know no what do they make? They do what they do. You know, their teams do what they do, and they do them fucking very well, and it's working for them.
0: Yeah. It's, I mean, I think also, like, one of the most important things to, to like, know is that this is all coming from EA, you know, the publisher. The developer, DICE, is just, they, they're forcing them into, like, you have to implement this into your game. You're working hard in the game. You have to add these things to make us more money. Just, it, here, you know. The
1: sad thing, though, is no matter what happens, DICE still doesn't look good out of it.
0: No, no, no. They're the ones who are probably getting most of the blame.
1: Yeah, DICE is going to look bad no matter what. Um, yeah, just to close, though, I, I, I unfortunately I don't see it changing anytime soon.
0: No, it's going to continue being this way. I think it, Yeah, you just have to I don't know, man. We've talked about this. So you just got to put your foot down on things but they're just going to find a way to do it. Yeah. I hope this I mean like with this and how pe- how fans are reacting, how people are reacting to it, I hope this brings more people to be aware of like this type of stuff in games, you know? Be more aware of hey, th- when I buy a game, what is it offering me? What is it making me buy? What is this? A season pass, DLC, loot boxes. I hope it, I'm i hoping it makes people more aware and not not allow themselves to just like, this is just how it is. I'm just going to deal with it.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But yeah. Beto, any closing statements for you?
2: Fuck you, EA. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Can you sponsor me, please? You have to <laughs> say that. It's fine.
0: They'll probably sponsor you. <laughs> but yeah. Well, that's going to be it for this week. Because uh, it was. M- this was mainly the most talked about thing of last week from Star Wars and gaming in general. It just blew up, as you guys know. So yeah. Um, if you want to send us any questions, you can send it to us at thirdpartycontrollerpodcast at gmail.com or our Instagram at thirdpartycontrollerpodcast. Remember, it's thirdpartycontrollerpodcast with a three. Yeah, thanks for listening. I am your host, Jesse. Return of Burdenback.
2: Lita with. Beth Esparza.
0: And. Joe Ramirez. And we may not be as good as everyone else,
2: but we kind of get the job
0: done later. Late. So, right up, na-na, na-na. <laughs> what, what song is that, anyway? It's I'm baby. trying to think about uh, Nas. it. Walk Nas right up, the world. No, no.
1: it, is it, the walk world. right up to the sun, no, hand so. in I hand. For y'all, yeah. I love, I love, i
0: baby. Yeah, yeah, but that. Imagine, like,
2: was it, imagine smoking weed in the streets without cops harassing. That's not. Walk
0: right up to the sun. <laughs>